Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode. I hope you have had a beautiful week and welcome if you are brand new or welcome back if you are a avid listener. Thank you for supporting me. I love love, love you guys. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you who has subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, please do. It really helps me. It really helps my podcast grow. And um, it does make a difference if you leave reviews and if you subscribe. Firstly and foremost, though, it helps you because then you don't miss episodes. Ah, This week, I'm really, I'm really pumped to bring some information to you. I have a membership. It is $7 a week. $28 a month to be a part of really, really high quality masterclasses that I host and a part of live coaching every single month. And this is a recent new offering that I have. And last week, I'm like, was that last week? This It could have been this week. I actually think it was this week. Gosh, my weeks go quick. This week, yeah, I think it was this week. This, This will be coming out in a few weeks. But Recently, I hosted my first masterclass within that group. And the first masterclass was all about relationships and intimacy. And it was something that a lot of people had requested me to talk about. And if I'm honest, I was fucking nervous to to talk about it. I went in there and I did a two hour masterclass. And then we had a Q&A at the end. I would encourage you highly if you enjoy this podcast to go and become a member of that membership It is one of the cheapest ways you can invest in yourself, your mindset, your future, and your general happiness and well-being. And you get to listen to me talk more about really interesting topics and find a community of people that are like-minded and that are on the same path as you, which is super, super important. So anyway, I thought I would come in today and talk to you a little bit about some of the key concepts because within that group, there was, there was obviously, you know, we've got, we've got members in there now. So there's a really large variety of different people. There, there are people that have been married for a long time. There are people that are separated. There are people that are single. There are people that are looking for love, not looking for love. And, and it was a really interesting dynamic. And it was something that, yeah, as I said, I was really, I was quite nervous and apprehensive to, to teach on. And, the reason that I was nervous and apprehensive was because I had a lot of people saying to me, oh, can you teach on relationships and boundaries and this and that? And I absolutely knew that all of my insecurities were coming up because I recently went through a separation last year and I thought, well, who am I to to coach on relationships? I had a failed marriage, which let me be clear, I don't believe that that's true. I had a very successful marriage that came to an end because we were no longer aligned. Very big difference. Very, very big difference. Um, But 
I was like, you know what? It's like this. This is how I kind of thought my thought process. A coach doesn't need to be perfect at life. A coach isn't someone who doesn't make mistakes. I am all for admitting all the fucked up shit I've done. I am all for admitting to say, you know what? I am far from perfect. I make mistakes. I am human, just like you. To be a good coach doesn't mean that you have to be perfect and that you're not allowed to make mistakes. And so to teach on a subject like relationship doesn't relationships doesn't mean that you always do everything perfectly in a relationship. But God damn, I've learned a lot. I was actually listening to a podcast the other day from a um from a sex educator and I think she said she'd been in the industry for 15 years and then the the interviewer had asked her about what her um biggest lessons in sex was or something to that effect. I can't even remember the answer, but then she said, and I'm still practicing this today with the different partners. And I was like, wow, so she hasn't even been in a long-term relationship. And I I had a perception, I'll be honest, that if you were in a long-term relationship from an intimacy point of view, you would, you would, well, I found in mine that in my long-term relationships from an intimacy point of view, there was so much trust built that you were able to actually um, be more, what's the word? Be more adventurous, be more experimented, even all those things. And so I had this real different perception and I could feel myself judging a little bit. And then I was like, this is exactly the kind of shit I do to myself. So yeah, I had that little perception of like, am I cut out for this? And I was like, fuck yes. I know so much. I've been in, in two large relationships. So I had a five and a half year relationship and then a 14 year relationship those are my two main relationships in the last 20 years. Oh, well, those are my two main relationships in life, which spanned over 20 years. And previous to that, I was just a young child, you know, kissing boys and playing up. But, um, but I do feel I have a lot to add. What I wanted to share with you guys today was some simple concepts out of the masterclass that I taught that might help lead you across and might help just expand your mind and see things in a little bit of a different way. But, um, one of the things that I know that a lot of people really enjoyed from the masterclass was understanding the needs and differences between men and women. And so that is what I'm going to give you today. I, um, in the masterclass, go into the foundation of healthy relationships. I talk about how to improve your current relationships, how to attract the ideal partner and, um, and being clear on like your relationship goals and values and long-term vision and alignment. So there's a lot in there if you are keen to know. But two people that I really admire in the space of relationships and in the personal development space overall is Joe Dispenza, my mate Joe. I talk about him a lot. He is one of my biggest inspirations because I just believe that everything out of his mouth is just so true. And um and then when it comes to relationships, male and female, I love the work of John Gray. He is the guy who wrote Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. If you have not tapped into his stuff, feel free. I highly suggest it. Um, reading the book is is fun and it's challenging and it's really cool. He has, um, oh, excuse me, yawning on a podcast. That's professional. Um, he has, I think, I think he's published like 27 books or something crazy. And some of his work 
has really challenged me as well, if I'm honest. Um, I remember listening to him on a podcast one day and he was talking about um, like the hormonal balances of men and women and how often a man should ejaculate and all these different things. And I remember thinking, I don't know if I agree with this. And But he was talking from a scientific perspective. So he can be quite challenging in his thoughts. But between those two people, I have... I have got a really good grasp and understanding of of um, what I believe are the fundamental differences and needs of male and female. And, of course, good old TR, I love Tony Robbins. He has some great stuff as well. There's so much information out there. But I think that at the core, a lot of us haven't really considered just looking at our partners or looking at a relationship if you're in a male-female relationship and having an understanding for some basic needs of men and women. Um, one thing for me when I was in my relationships, and I only really learnt this at a later stage when it became not as important because my relationship had ended but or was on the way to ending, but one thing that I really started to understand when I was going through some challenges in my relationship in particular was that there is a blueprint that everybody works by. And so what I mean by that is we have a blueprint that comes from a level of understanding of what we have been shown as children. I am so blessed. My blueprint was the most beautiful one. My parents have been married for 40 years. My dad had been married two times before um, he met my amazing mum, had a beautiful stepsister of mine. She unfortunately passed away of cancer, which you guys know of within my stories of previous. But um, as a child... I was brought up, I was blessed to be brought up in a home where, you know, my dad had always said relationships aren't 50-50, they are 100-100. And didn't quite get that at the at the start, but when I'd got it, I was like, oh, I've been actually brought up in a family that has given me so much intelligence and so much wealth of knowledge. I just never saw it because it was it was quite normal to me. Of course, it wasn't perfect, but I rarely remember my parents arguing I always remember teamwork. I always remember mutual respect. And um, I mean, they probably both fell short in some areas because nobody's perfect, right? But it was a typical kind of blueprint. You know, my dad was more the bigger breadwinner. Mum looked after us kids and then had a couple of part-time jobs around the parenting role. But then at home, you know, it was very much a teamwork situation. Everyone got in and helped, including me and my brother, when we got old enough and overall my general blueprint was really quite quite fucking fabulous if I'm honest but everyone will have a blueprint and so what happens is men will show love by doing what his dad did right and women will show love by doing what her mum did or women will show up men will show up doing what their parents did so blueprints really do affect everything when it comes to relationships. So, you know, angry men are normally like, um, angry men are normally people who are not necessarily fulfilled very much in a sexual nature, um, often forgets how to be like in that healthy masculine, often forgets how to eat well and often becomes like really aggressive and that testosterone will be really low in an angry man um, and the estrogen will be really high. The same goes for women, right? So when women are really fucking annoying and angry and out of balance, 
it's normally that their testosterone has gone too high and normally that's because they're taking on too much responsibility, they're not in flow, they're not in their feminine power and their estrogen is too low and their testosterone is too high. But when we're looking at blueprints, it would be so interesting for you to have a think about your blueprint and then also think of if you have a partner about theirs. So I'll give you some examples. Um, there's some great ones like an example that is very, very common is men being raised in households where they were never given praise by their fathers, never given um, love, like given a hug, being, being able to communicate or talk to their fathers and often never given praise. So like, yeah, good try, but not good enough, or that's not how you do that, or I can do it better, or just I'm never going to give you a compliment, right? Now, my dad is such a beautiful man. He's so good at doing those things and giving compliments, and I, we're very blessed in that respect. Um, but can you imagine if if your partner was from a, a blueprint like that, for example? Another really common blueprint that will come up is the one of I'm the breadwinner, all I need to do is bring money in and that's where the buck stops. And so I don't need, as a man, I don't need to do anything other than be the breadwinner. I will put food on the table, I will pay the mortgage and I will not be emotionally available. I will not help with the chores. I will wipe my hands of the responsibilities with the children. That is your role, this is my role. Many other common ones, single parents, um, often like you'll find that if a, a man or woman comes from a single parent relationship and it's a very strong, like the mum was on her own, the dad wasn't in the picture, there'll be this um, there'll be this thought that I can do this all on my own, I don't need a partner, right? So whatever blueprint we have, whatever thing we've been raised with is how we are going to generally act in accordance with. And so it's super important to understand that. So a lot of the, the relationships that I help and the people that I deal with, I often see that people do not have a clear understanding of their blueprint. And then we go to the crux of what women want and what men want. And Tony Robbins teaches this. There's a lot of people that teach this, but it's a really simplistic view. I'm not going to give you the full masterclass. I'd love you to go and listen to that. But um, it's a really simplistic view, right? Men do not want to be controlled. They do not want to be criticized. And they do not want to be shut out, right? So they, But number one, they don't want to be controlled and they don't want to be criticized. Now, I guarantee you, 95% of the women listening to this is like, fuck, that's all I do. Tell him what to do and tell him what he's not done right. Don't worry, I've been there. I fucked up relationships as a result of that, I'm sure, and definitely didn't help the relationship flourish because of having a lack of understanding for these things. Now, I will get to the point of saying sometimes relationships are just not aligned. Sometimes people are just not working together, but would you agree? I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can relate or you're nodding your head or shaking your head or crying going, hmm, I control my husband a lot. I want to know when he's going to be home, what time he's going to be, what's he's eating, what he's having for lunch, how much he's spending, even though he makes all the money. And then I'm going to criticize him a lot because when he gets home from work, I'm going to tell him how tired I am. And then I'm going to ask him what he's done. And then I'm going to tell him what he hasn't done at the house. 
If this is you, please rethink this if you want to have a successful relationship. What do women want? Women want to feel seen. They want to feel heard. They want to feel understood. That is it. Seen, heard and understood. And so many men, unfortunately, just do not know how to listen and do not know how to be present and are like, I'll fix the fucking problem. No, they don't want to be fixed. They want to be seen, heard and understood. A really good example of this, and I did share it on the masterclass, was um, this video I saw and this lady literally had a nail sticking out of her head. Obviously it was um, CGI or whatever it was, but she's talking to her partner and she's like, I just, I'm having such a hard time. I'm having headaches every day and I just, I, I feel so tired and I'm so sad and it's just, it's getting in the way of my work. And like, do you understand how that's making me feel? And he's like, yeah, you've got a nail in your head. Like, take the nail out. And she's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't want to take the nail out. I just want, I don't want you to tell me what to do to fix it. I just... I want you to understand how I feel. And he's like, yeah, but you wouldn't feel this way if you took the nail out. It's quite funny. Anyway, then she's like, no, 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 but do you understand how hard it is when you have a headache all day? And like, I'm feeling so tired and blah, blah, blah. And then he just said, you know what? I'm so sorry this is happening for you. I understand how you feel. And I see this is really, really hard for you. And I'm hearing you and I'm listening and I'm, I'm taking note of what you're saying. And she gives him a big hug. And ultimately that's what women want, right? They just want to be heard and understood. Sometimes they love having things fixed for them. But in general, the differences between men and women are just that, right? So men do not want to be criticised. They don't want to be closed off to and they don't want to be controlled. And women just want to feel seen understood and safe. I missed that one. They want to feel safe. This is one thing that men really struggle with is helping their women feel safe. If we are to step into our feminine, right, we need to know that there is a masculine person there to have us feel safe. This is the number one, I believe, breakdown. Like everyone says, oh, the reason people, people, um, have failed marriages is because they don't communicate. And yes, that is true. But I believe that one of the biggest reasons that marriages fail is because women criticize men, try to control them, and men don't know how to step up into their masculine and have the woman feel safe in in his presence and have him see her fully with all of her vulnerability, with all of the things that she does that's, you know, crazy women stuff. And go, you know what? I've got you. When you need to fall, I will be here. And this for me is so fucking important. I remember a, a moment um, in one of my relationships where I was very vulnerable and I was very, um, I needed someone to pick me up. That's what I needed. I needed someone to say, it's okay. You are safe. I have got you. And that person said, what are you whinging about? You've got everything you need. Did not hear me, did not see me, did not understand me and did not make me feel safe. And from that moment on, I shut down the vulnerability part of me in relationships. I was like, well, fuck it. I can do everything myself. I'm not going to let you in anymore. So I closed off 
I started criticizing and controlling. So can you kind of see how this loop will happen? It is, it is not, I wouldn't say it is very hard, but it is becoming difficult to find men that have a good concept and understanding around this because through evolution, masculine and feminine have gone off fucking balance, right? And so we've got men that are way too far in their, in their feminine. We've got women that are too far in their masculine. What I mean by that is women that are like, yeah, I'm going to cook and clean and be the housewife and do the kids and then I'm going to try and run a business and then I'm going to try and be like absolutely ripped and shredded and I'm going to put all these high standards on myself. And then we've got men and we're like, talk about your emotions and do this and do that and be go to yoga and do this. I'm not saying any of that's too negative, but there has to be a balance, right? And so through evolution, what started to happen is we have become out of balance. Then you add in things like environmental toxicity. You add in pesticides. You add in um, like the cheap meat that we eat, for example. Men consuming tons of cheap meat actually lowers their testosterone because meat, cheap meat in particular, is full of fucking hormones, right? And what happens is when we eat all of that cheap meat, when we consume all of that garbage, those hormones bind with our hormone receptors and they, it starts to mess up our systems. It starts to actually have us believe that we have enough of something when we don't. And so then our hormones go out of balance. Oh, breathe, Jess. <laughs> so I'm hoping that this is helping you, but basically what happens is we add in all that environmental toxicity, we add in this evolution of, of human beings and we add in this imbalance when it comes to masculine and feminine and we've got this really strange dynamics in relationships. I'm not a traditionalist and I never thought I'd say that, that I am or I'm not, but I firmly believe that we need to understand these roles. I firmly believe that we actually need to have a look at how we're showing up. Um, ultimately, like when it comes to a relationship, then we talk about how we have a relationship in the bedroom when we have a sexual relationship. Everything became, becomes amplified, right? Everything becomes amplified as a couple. And imagine if you are feeling criticised and controlled and imagine if you are feeling unsafe and unheard and then you're trying to have sex. Like you're fucking someone and you don't feel safe and, and understood and they feel criticised and controlled. <sighs> it's a fucking nightmare, right? An absolute nightmare. So, and sex is the most powerful energy, right? Our sexuality holds the most powerful energy in this world. And so if we don't get this right in our relationships, then when we are having sex, this energy is going to be all over the place. And the thing that we need to do in life is consume nourishment and procreate, right? And sex is for pleasure. We're one of the very few mammals, animals. We get to do it for pleasure as well as for procreation. Yay for us. But when we have that sexual relationship and that's where our energies are most amplified, and if you don't believe me, think about it like this. Sex, sexual energy is the most powerful energy in the world. Why? Because it creates life like that. Like you have sex and a whole human is made. That is the most powerful fucking life force there is, right? And so if you don't understand the fundamental differences between men and women and you're not willing to go down that path of having the understanding but you're in a relationship that isn't great or you keep having failed relationships or you're not 
finding the the type of man or woman that you desire, I would really highly suggest you go in and have a look at this stuff and have an understanding of what you want to bring to the table. Ultimately, knowing all of those things, right, knowing all of what I've just explained to you really briefly and quickly, then we look at what a relationship is about. And one thing that I say, which I think is absolutely imperative for you to understand and something that you should really, 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 really write down. Like, where is it? Happiness equals my needs are met by me. Happiness equals my needs are met by me. If you dare pass the responsibility of your happiness onto another human, you've got to take a look in the mirror. I'm on fire today, but it's fucking true. Like, how dare you say to somebody, you know what? If you don't show up the way I want you to, I'm going to be unhappy. How do you feel about that? Imagine placing that kind of pressure onto another human. So ultimately, the way I see relationships and the way I think is a beautiful way to look at things is that ultimately it's about giving to the other person and bringing out the best in your partner so that you can get what you want also, right? So it's about giving and bringing out the best in your partner so that you can get what you want also, right? So one of the beautiful things you can do in your relationship is say, I wonder how I can help this person. Happiness ultimately comes from inside, right? All right. I'm looking for my highlights here. All right. So imagine if you were just able to say, I am here to support your happiness and you are here to support mine. Imagine if you lived in a home or in a relationship or with a partner and you just did this. Hey, I just wanted to check, like, how are you going on your happiness lately? How's it going? Is there anything I can do to support you in that? Can I like, help by calling you at a certain time of day or is there something that you would need from me or that I could do for you that would help you in that mission towards being your ultimate happy? Could you imagine being in a relationship where you cared that much for another human that that's what you genuinely wanted? Fuck. It's pretty fucking great, I can tell you. It's pretty, pretty great. So really... The crux of it is men do need to learn the art of listening more and women need to learn the art of giving more space. That's the crux of it, right? So my suggestion in terms of creating a really healthy relationship, first and foremost, is write down everything you want. This is Joe Dispenza. Write down everything you want in another person and then become it. You shouldn't have to work in a relationship. I get that people say relationships are hard work. And I'm like, no, your own happiness is fucking hard work. Like if you are generally in control of your life, your emotions, if you are responsive, not reactive, if you are generally taking charge of your health, if you are understanding of your hormones, of what you're here to do, if you're purpose-driven, if you are driven by your female powers, your female divinity, if you're driven by your masculine divinity, if you are doing all of that, then what you get to do is you both get to bring your best to the relationship. You get to celebrate life together. And then growth and energy becomes the main factors and the intrinsic part of what makes your relationship strong. 
So instead of saying, oh, relationships are so hard, bring your best, celebrate life together and focus on growth and energy. And if energy, if the most powerful source of energy is sex, then you're focusing on having pleasure and growing together. You're focusing on supporting each other's happiness, right? That sounds so fucking fantastic if you ask me. I don't know anyone who wouldn't want a relationship like that. Yet so often we just become conditioned to give each other a hard time and to not support each other. So I would really, really suggest if you can take anything away from this, go. if you loved this and you're like, I want more, please go listen to the masterclass, sign up to my Evolve membership. That is going to change your life. But ultimately in a relationship, having your independence, coming together to support each other, asking your partner, how can I love you? How are you going to be today? How can I help you in your, in your mission to be happy? How can I support you unconditionally, right? How do I look at my partner through the lens of love? How do I understand what their intention is? Because it's so important to say, I want to understand my partner. I want to know what their intention is. I want to help them get to where they want to go in their life. That is what a true relationship does. That is what a true successful relationship is about. It isn't about dragging each other up fucking hills. It's about saying, I'm committed to my own happiness. I'm committed to standing in my divine feminine or, or masculine. I'm committed to understanding that if I want to be in a partnership or a relationship, here's what needs to happen for that relationship to be a success. And ultimately, longevity in a relationship is supporting each other's happiness. When things go wrong, when stuff goes pear-shaped, when arguments happen, when boundaries get crossed, when people disrespect each other, it's because they are not looking to support each other's happiness. If you generally ask yourself that question, what's going on? How can I support your happiness more? Wow, it's amazing what could happen in your relationship. I feel like I just jam-packed that. I hope that has been useful. Please share, please screenshot, please subscribe, please leave reviews. I love you even more when you do all that stuff. I love you anyway. And please reach out if you ever have any questions and have a look at my Evolve membership. It is $7 a week. It is $28 a month and you get so much value. It is phenomenal. And ultimately you are but by you being a part of the Evolve membership, it actually helps me keep this podcast going as well. Have a beautiful day. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.